the human mind, body, emotions, and spirit are more powerful than anyone can imagine. And we will learn to utilize each of them to the maximum and learn to make decisions about what we want and how we want to feel. What a concept. And one we will explore today on The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. On our program, we'll address who you are, why you're here on this planet, how to go within, how to come to know what you believe and why. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome to The Self-Improvement Show. We're broadcasting from Fountain Hills, Arizona. And I am so happy that you could join us today because we have something very, very special and very cutting edge. You will definitely want to go to the Self-Improvement blog to see the picture of today's guest, to read his bio, and especially to find the links to his websites and his social media. Trust me, you're going to want to know these things. Oh, this is such an exciting time to be in the counseling, coaching, therapy, self-improvement arenas. Uh, we're learning so many new things about the mind, the brain, the emotions, and there are so many new tools to help people with or without the guidance of a trained professional. I'm so old that I remember a time when it was believed that nerve cells did not regenerate. Now we know they do, and we know so much more. We didn't have tape recorders, much less computers, and virtual reality was unheard of. This will kind of show you where I'm coming from. I watched the telephone in my life change from the crank phone, and a lot of you don't know that something like this ever existed. The crank phone that allowed you to call other people on your party line, yes, there'd be a whole bunch of people on your line, you, you cranked out their ring, like two shorts and one long. You did that with a little crank. Or you could call the town switchboard, and they could make a long-distance call for you or connect you with somebody else in town or tell you everyone else's business. For instance, if I call for one of my friends, they'd say, she's not home, she went over to Nancy's or something like that. You know, She knew everything. Then we went to the rotary dial, the push button, the huge cell phone, and to the now smartphone. Not long ago, I heard of a virtual reality program that works with your mobile phone to help you find emotional independence, and I couldn't wait to get my hands on it. This week, I've been sitting with virtual reality goggles attached to my smartphone, viewing and listening to this new program, How far we've come and the program is phenomenal and today we have its creator with us and we're going to talk about it author visionary and inspirational leader Luca Borsergi and I wish he's going to have to say his name for you because it's beautiful (laughs) is the creator of the Borsergi method and founder and CEO of the Mind Fitness Lab Corporation Luca is a highly experienced mind researcher and healer, an insightful life coach, and a master spiritual counselor. He's had formal training and clinical experience in psychology, metaphysics, life coaching, spiritual counseling, and hypnotherapy for over three decades. What a great combination that is. His life coaching and spiritual counseling practice culminates from a lifetime of working with clients 
to educate and uplift the body, mind, and spirit. It is my great honor to welcome Luca Borsergi to the Self-Improvement Show. Luca, welcome. I'm so delighted to have you with us. Thank you, Irene. Thank you for having me. You are wonderful. And you know what? You didn't mention something that uh, happened at the time of the rotary phone, the telex. Do you remember that you was putting down a strip of paper with holes and it was going through a machine and the other side was writing on the screen. It was not either a screen at the time. And uh, yes, we really went very, very far. And in the next five years, there will be so much invention. And invention will not be electronics, will be understanding. And that's the beauty of the next five, ten years. It will be so much more understanding about everything. Kind of you know, great. it's so exciting to be this old and see all these new things happening. <laughs> and I want, I want to be around long enough to experience <laughs> all of them. Let's start at the beginning, though. You have such an interesting background. Tell us about yourself. Who is Luca Bosergi? I'm, I'm going to go fast on this, Irene, because I want to give to your listener, to your audience, some secrets about the mind, and some secrets okay. about the ability to have a happy and powerful life that I can't wait to offer to your audience. So let's talk very briefly about me. I'm Italian, as uh, you understand from my strange Italian accent, although I have been around the world for the last uh, three decades. Uh, born in Rome, lived in Sicily, uh, my grandma father invented the first concentrate of orange juice. There was cooking juice uh, in order to evaporate it, and uh, they transformed juice in a commodity that now, of course, is traded, traded in the entire world. And my grandmother, was an amazing woman, when my grandfather died, made a lot of money with that. And, uh, and she was also an incredible spiritual woman. She opened hospitals for children and paid. 20, 30 years in advance, and uh, uh, I mean, she did amazing jobs. And uh, when she died, she had over 30,000 people at her funeral. And I'm not bragging about her, it's because she did something amazing for me. She introduced me to this wonderful woman that she was a medium. She was channeling a high master that has been my spiritual teacher from age 8 to age 28. I had about 3,000 lessons with this amazing voice. This woman, she didn't remember anything. She was a very simple woman. But when she was in her sessions, uh, she, the spirit that was talking to her was uh, incredibly practical, down to earth. And I learned something in between many others, making things happening. And making things happening has been the motto of my life. I'm the guy who makes things happening. I don't like things that may work. I like things that works. So when I was about uh, 20, 21 years old, I had to rescue my last family company because my father, uh, amazing guy, but not good in business and also business changed in the world. Um, so when I was 21, I had to rescue this huge company, 1,500 workers, 25,000 farmers, family far- farmers that was living on the company. So I couldn't let it go. And I worked three years. And I saved it. And I saved it. We lost all our belongings, but the company was there. The jobs were there. So I learned the business. I rescued company for seven years, buying company in trouble, uh, convert them in successful company, resell them. 
And with this, I created my portfolio of venture capital, which uh, I was based in Luxembourg that I managed between London and New York. Most of my investment was coming from New York. And this gave me the opportunity to travel the world, to meet gurus, to meet amazing people, and I learned a lot from them. Some of them, they were fakes, but many of them, they were amazing. I saw miracles. I saw magical stuff. I saw, you know, I was trained in so many different disciplines. And what I really loved the most was the mind, because the mind was yes. always making things happening. Yes, what was yes. The, the, the source of everything is the mind. So I immediately separated the mind from the brain. The brain is the hardware, the mind is the software. And through the experience that first I had with my spiritual master, and then to my study during life, I've been able to understand the purpose of the mind. And the purpose of life. So I carry on very quickly about my life. Then we come back to this point. When I was maybe 35, I was in London, and I had this wonderful girlfriend that uh, uh, she was very smart, very beautiful, but she was anorexic. And I couldn't help her. I already knew what anorexia was, but I couldn't help her. And one day she came home and she said, look, can we go out for dinner? And wow, anorexic people don't want to eat. So we went no. to this sushi restaurant. We have this amazing dinner. And she explained to me that she found that this uh, hypnotherapist that with a series of sessions has helped us out of her anorexia. So I was extremely intrigued. I called this guy, Michael Joseph, and I asked him to teach me. And I bought him out for six months every afternoon. Three hours every afternoon for six months. He, at the time, he was not as successful as he is today, so he doubled for gratitude. So we made six hours every afternoon for six months, and I learned everything he knew. Now, this guy is the president of the hypnotherapist United Kingdom. Uh, he made a fortune. Uh, he's very, very qualified because his school is accredited with two universities. In England, it's very serious hypnosis because it's paid by insurance. When I came out from that experience, I decided that hypnosis, clinical hypnosis, was not really for me because it's a lot of post-hypnotic suggestions when I like to fix the root of the problems. But what I learned through that experience was the power of the theta waves. When you bring someone in hypnosis, you bring the person in the same place where Buddhist monks meditate. And yes. that is a place where I know you understand it very well because you're very experienced also in hypnosis, correct, Irene? Um, I did it for quite a number of years, yes. So when you are in, in that place of theta, the doubt system, which is that system that protects us to get hurt, is much less aggressive because you are in a state of relaxation. Therefore, the mind is willing to listen. When the mind listens, can capture new clarity. And when the mind has clarity, then know exactly what to do, how uh, fixing the software that needs to be fixed. So, for many years after, I have been doing venture capital, my investment company, and some of my work, and it was getting always better, and my guilt was getting always was growing because I was having some, I mean, I had something that could help the world, but at the same time, my investment company was taking most of my time. So, 
about stealing. Generally, I don't I like to hear about guilt, but this is a good guilt. I know, but this, so, you know, when you have people coming to you, and I had so many people coming to me and say, please help me, or help my cousin, and people, they were struggling in anxiety, fears, depression. Uh, it was hard to say no. So I could only take a few. Uh, I was successful with those few. So I knew I had something that could help the world. And about 11 years ago, I had about five suicidals that came to see me one after the other and I helped them out. The last one, I was in New York, I was doing a closing with an IPO and I had all my attorneys and all my brokers around me and this guy from London called me and said, look, you help my cousin. I'm, I don't like my life anymore. If you don't help me, I'm going to kill myself. Take your plane, come over to New York. I paid the trip. Uh, at the time, I had investment company, so it's enough money to be able to, to, to do these sort of things. I paid the trip, and I will help you out. And the guy answered that he was unable to come because he was too depressed. And he called me every day, oh. two, three times a day. After 20 days, I decided to go back because I had a three, four days to go back. And he, he didn't answer the phone anymore. So I don't know if he killed himself, if he found a different type of help, whatever it was. But as the English say, the penny dropped. So I decided to sell my company. That was a very easy company to have because I had my investment uh, group that was investing in my project in the last for, for about 16 years. Or so I thought they knew me. It was really easy. So, but I believe in missions. I believe in, in God. So I sold my company. I uh, came to L.A. and uh, I uh, practiced for 11 years with over 2,500 clients to bring this method from 50-60% success rate to almost 100%, let's say 95%. And uh, four years ago, three years ago, I was already at, at the 90-95%. And then the next step, how to bring this out of my practice? So I wrote a book. Wait a minute. Oh, you wrote a book? I didn't find your book. Yeah, it's called The Mind Shaman. Mind Shaman. And it's on Amazon. The Mind Shaman. The Mind Shaman, and it's on Amazon. So, uh, but yeah, there has been about 300,000 downloads. Uh, But it's not what I want. I wanted this to be much faster. So I created a school, and I trained about 20 people, but again, very slow. Two years ago, I discovered virtual reality. Virtual reality has the power to keep you in immersive environment and therefore bring you in a certain ways really fast. So in, uh, from two years ago to last year, uh, I created the programming with a team in Brazil. Mm, it just happened. The amazing, amazing people in Brazil that designed, they created, and uh, last year I started doing the beta testing. Of course, I was alpha beta testing. I was very nervous because I spent so much money in order to make this happening. And I, mean, I was not in the same place where I was when I had my investment company, but it worked. And start working. We had almost the same type of results that I had in my practice, 95%. So from that moment on, I create Mind Fitness Lab, which is the company that is built to be a portfolio company for mind uh, uh, projects related to emotional well-being. 
and we start slowly distributing our product that I will explain exactly what it is. And in fact, is a program that is distributed through an application that you install in your phone. Doesn't matter if it's iPhone or, uh, or, or, or all the other models, you install in your phone and then you can put your phone in the goggle, in the virtual reality goggle, and you experience 20 sessions, 10 short and 10 long. The short is about 10 minutes, the, the long is about 30, 40 minutes that you experience in a stage, as you have tested, in a stage of relaxation, you have to do absolutely nothing. You put yourself there, and after 20 sessions, you see that your mind changes. Your ability to perform improves enormously. So I repeat, is a program that is called Bozurgi Method that you acquire. Uh, which activate an application that you download in one of those markets, in AppMarker or in uh, Google Market, Google Apps. And it costs, uh, at this stage, we are very, we are giving an offer for $160, so it's, uh, it's really cheap. And you experience for 20, uh, 20 sessions, you can do once a day or twice a day, a short and a short. Let me say something here, Luca, because yeah. this, this is so ahead of its time and so good that, you know, I I myself did not believe how good this is until I experienced it. I think I'm on my fourth session now. Every, every session has two pieces and, and it, the, the hypnosis part is so good you will be Thank in you. this wonderful relaxed state very quickly. And then the, the work that is done with you is so solid. You can count on it being something that's really helpful, really positive, um, something that you may have been wanting all your life but didn't know where to find it. And there aren't many places to find it. This is one that you can. I, I am totally sold on your program, Luca, because it is so solid and so well done. Uh, it's and for you to give it at that price blows me away, and I'm grateful for that. I really am grateful. I know a lot of people who would love to do this if they could afford it, and this is affordable. This is like being able to go to the very best therapist in the world. And and having it be affordable, where do you get twenty sessions for one hundred and sixty nine dollars? You don't. Irina, if I could give it for free, I would give it for free. I know I you would, but you can't. World, uh, and uh, as soon we are financed enough, I'm going to give it for free to jail, to jails, to rehabs, poor rehabs. To, I'm already designed a, a, a large truck where I can put certain amount of chairs where that can go around for in poor uh, in poor areas. You know that. But let's let's don't talk anymore about the product because I don't want. I'm not here to sell the product. I'm here. To no, make, but people need to know that it's good, that it's solid, that it does what it says it does. Because it, we it, see it so many things that create. don't. It took 10 years to create that conversation with the mind, which is not 
particularly fun, is not entertaining, is just a conversation the mind understands. And the mind works by clarity and perception. The mind will never do something it doesn't want to do, or at least doesn't do it for a long time. But when you explain to the mind that it is a better model, the mind will always strike to perfection, which means to improve the software of the mind to obtain efficiency and safety. Efficiency and safety. So every event is identify the mind with a certain perception, and the perception is used to update our behavioral system. But let's do a step back, if you allow me, Irene. Oh, please. I believe that uh, I believe in reincarnation. And I believe that we come, when we come in this world, we receive an equipment to live this life. And this equipment is very similar to a biological robot with transport system and legs, hand as tools, uh, cameras as eyes, uh, microphones uh, for ears and speakers as voice. And in the most protected area of this system, we have a supercomputer, the brain. And inside the brain, we have a super software, the mind. And, but we are not the mind, the brain, or the, the body. We are the driver of this equipment. We have a time to use it, which is the span of our life. And more proficient, perf- more performing is our equipment, better result we receive in our life. What is the result that we are aiming to receive in our life? Knowledge and understanding. Spiritual evolution, in my opinion, is knowledge and understanding. Therefore, all our equipment is built to capture knowledge and understanding. Of course, have also a reproductive side in order to create others. But the main purpose of life is learning. Learning that go toward something that I believe, I'm not sure about it, but I believe that to go through unconditional, universal love. So all our learning how to live life, how to be with others, how to experience, how to keep our head up, in, uh, up in problems is all based to learn a solution of universal law uh, or universal love, unconditional love that is not a love con- uh, conditions to reward. So the moment we understand the purpose of the mind, we also understand that the mind constantly strives perfection, what always gives us the best service. Now. In our mind, we have a certain amount of programs that are pre-installed by nature in order to obtain certain results. I identified three of them in the procreational areas. They They are emotional. They're not logical. The first one is in love. When we fall in love, we, a person that before didn't mean much to us become extremely important. We have a bond to that person. If the person goes away, we feel unhappy. If the person is with us, we feel happy. And this bond is created by a program that starts and eventually stops, hopefully now, but eventually stops, uh, when the conditions are there and the conditions are not there anymore. And it's created by nature in order to put the person together in order to procreate. The second program of the, uh, in the procreational areas is the paternal and maternal love. 
I don't know if you have children, Irene, but I have three little kids, one years old, three years old, and five years oh, old. I have grown-up men for children. <laughs> but you know that when they're children, and also when you're a man, you have this emotional love that is not justified by any logic. It's, not, it's just wonderful. And those little creatures that sometimes are so annoying that if they were from someone else, you would have thrown them out of the window. <laughs> yes. You're just happy. You're just happy to have them around, happy to have them scream. Now, those two are not important for me in this, in, for this specific. It's the third one that's important, which is emotional dependency. And emotional dependency reciprocates uh, paternal and maternal love. So when we are born, we have is activated this emotional dependency that keep, that keep us dependent from our parents and make us look up to them so that we can acquire their models. And this is the most important part because in the first five, six, seven years, we acquire external models, mainly from our parents, caretakers, teachers, and so on. Now, what I discovered is that this program is meant to terminate, to be interrupted just before puberty, around 11 years old. But it can only be interrupted if we receive from our parents good models of self-leadership. If our parents, like most of our parents, do don't know themselves how to be self-leaders, self-reliance emotionally, they don't give us these models, so we don't know how to do it. We don't know that we have to do it. And we carry on with this program on for later on, which means we move our need of love, safety, validation, and guidance from our parents to the world, which means that we, constantly, we are constantly depending from other people's emotional supply which create a fear of rejection, a fear of abandonment, a fear of judgment, a lack of self-confidence, identity crisis, and so on and so forth. In fact, codependency is not related to one person. We are located to one person, but in fact, we are depending from the world. Make sense, Irene? Makes perfect sense. And this is a better definition of codependency than I've heard ever. And codependency is uh, emotional, is not logical. You can explain to someone that should stop to care, but will not be able to, because it's the same activity of the mind that you may have when you are in love. One day you're in love, and the day after, when you're not in love anymore, you look at the world and say, what I was thinking. The same is codependency. Codependency carries on until you don't provide to the mind the same uh, behavioral models that you were supposed to receive from your parents. So the moment you provide to the mind those behaviorist models, the mind identifies a much safer way to live, which is self-reliance, and release that program or stop that program and stop it forever. And suddenly, you become the center of the universe and dependency becomes interdependency. You are not chosen anymore. You choose. It makes you feel so incredibly strong because you don't need anyone. 
so you can enjoy everybody. Because uh, until you are in codependency, sorry. We need to we need to go to break, and I think this is a perfect time to do it and let the audience think about how different it is to be the one who does the choosing. This is Irene Conlon with my guest Luca Borsergi saying, "Stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more." Change your world, change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Are you in your own driver's seat? Tune in to a program that will get you there based on what others have managed to do through challenges in their lives and how they persevered. Tune in to The Real Deal with Danielle Delaney. On our show, we use real issues and experts to help you reclaim your life. Danielle and her guests are here to steer you in the right direction. Make sure that you are here every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's time to harness your power. Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune in to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions, some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Fridays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Tune in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. My guest today is Luca Bosergi, who has developed the Bosergi Method and now has his program in virtual reality uh, to help you achieve emotional independence. And if you didn't hear the first part of the show, please go back and listen to it because I think you'll have an understanding of what it is he can give you. And speaking of giving, uh, Luca told me at the break that he has a gift for the listening audience, so Luca, tell them about the gift that you have to offer them. I think it's more a gift of awareness. The, as we said before, emotional dependency is a program that is meant to be terminated around 11 years old. If it's not terminated, it transfers the need of emotional supply, such as love, safety, validation, and guidance, from our parents to the world. Now, the world is not meant to provide us with those emotional supply, with this emotional supply. Therefore, our survival system, which is the area that makes sure that we are fulfilled in, fulfilled in all our needs, emotional in physical, our survival system is constantly on edge because we have to secure love, validation, guidance from others in the same way that we have to secure food, shelter, water. So, and 
so there's a lot of system what uses in order to push us all the time to seek those uh, supply anxiety fears so if we are emotionally dependent we are due to be constantly in some sort of anxiety and fears Apart if we are so beautiful, so smart, so successful that we can oblige others to provide us this emotional supply, if not, we constantly are in anxiety and fears. And this anxiety and fears is what push us to take drugs, alcohol. Anxiety and fears occupies our mind so heavily that can bring us to depression. I identify in my study and with my clients that depression is, is not genetic. It's not an illness. Depression is an overworked brain because of an overactive survival system. And the survival system is overacting because it's constantly trying to secure emotional supply. Of course, also physical supply. We can get anxious because we don't know how to pay our bills or because we cannot get food. But most of us have already organized that area. So, the fact that we are constantly in need of being chosen, in need of being appreciated, in need of being seen, that we have to buy a certain brand of car, a certain clothes, a certain house in order to be uh, appreciated and uh, seen in a certain way, this creates constant anxiety and fears. The moment that this is resolved, anxiety and fears disappears. 85% of the American population suffer of generalized anxiety. In the 2020, it's considered the mind uh, problems, uh, mind sickness, illnesses, they're going to do much more than the physical illness. And in my opinion, and I've really been studying this carefully, 85, 90% of it is that program that has not been interrupted, emotional dependency. So the moment we provide a solution to this, we can change our society around that. We can reduce drugs and alcohol 80, 90%. Suicide. All the kids that are around 10, 11, 12 years old, they start going crazy because of their emotional dependency is not terminated. Around 13, they find drugs and alcohol in order to keep this down. Or video games. Or anything that can keep their uh, emotional state uh, occupied on something specific. Around 16, they go crazy. Then some of them, they find the army, for example. And they go in a place where they said what to do, and they feel safe, and suddenly their anxiety is gone. Then they go in a battle, one of their cameras is butchered, they may lost the hand, and the survival system doesn't believe anymore in the army, and come back anxiety and fears. PTSD, in fact, is what? Is unresolved emotional supply, most of it. Not all of it, but it's at least 80% of it. Or the soldiers come out of the army, and there is no more protection anymore. And then what? Alcohol and drugs. So we have identified the problem, how we solve it. Let me ask you a question. Please. Your program seems to me that it's mainly for adults. 
Is there a way you can reach these young people when they're in this state of puberty so they can begin to learn this before they reach adulthood? It needs to be built in a different way. Um, I know how to do it, but it needs to be built on education, not on fixing a problem. The education should start around six, seven, eight years old. Around eight years old, we develop an organ in the brain, which is the frontal cingulate gyrus, which is the one who takes care of reasoning. And start around seven, eight, and fully mature around 18. So it's really in the first five, six, seven years old that the parents and educator, they should explain to kids that they are not their body and mind, they're managing their body and mind. They are the one who will provide to their body and mind all the love, safety, validation, and guidance the body and mind requires. It's their equipment. It's a very powerful and beautiful equipment that needs to be taken care of. So the moment children will identify themselves as the driver of the equipment is what I'm doing with my kids. I'm very little, but already explain to them every day, you're not your mind, you can manage your mind, you're angry, you can say to your mind to switch off, or you can be more angry, whatever you decide. And this will provide them, hopefully, the ability to become self-reliant. So until 11 years old, 12 years old is just education. Then I have found that it's very difficult to talk to children with this system between 12 and 16, 17. Uh, I have children uh, of that age or young people of that age in my practice and works really well. But it's a lot of coaching. It's a lot of explaining. It's a lot of bring them to the place where they... Uh, and they take him. They, they they endorse it where they uh, bring it in the in the life system. So the system works better between age twenty over. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm. I think it's more because it's more based on a uh, on people that had already suffered enough, so they're ready to make a change. The mind is really looking for every possible solution. So when we give them a solution that works, which is the natural solution, is the only real solution, the mind takes it. And the rest of the program is to help the mind uh, how to uh, implement it. So I found that the mind works very similar to software. We use a lot of software analogies that the mind understands really well. And we help the mind to identify different choices. And so we don't work really on the behavioral side. We work on the structural side of the mind. It's much easier to archive a program and create a new program than to try to change an existing program. And I like to leave this to therapists, uh, therapists that, that, give, that today are giving to their clients our program are resolving a lot of pro- problems for themselves. Today, a therapist loses 60% of their clients because of the trust issue. They call it the hump. In the first month or year, they have to bring the client to, to trust them. If you do the program... You don't need to trust a therapist because you're not electing the therapist as a surrogate father or mother. You use the therapist as a guide in order to provide you the ability to construct 
new programs. Therefore, most therapists that have been experiencing the Bozuji method they are, uh, are giving to their clients because it helped them to be far more successful and to resolve the first period that is based on trust in just a few days. Make sense? Oh, it makes perfect sense. Um, the other thought I was having is until you get enough people into this program who can deal with their emotional dependency and become independent and then become parents or teachers, you know, it'll be really hard to reach the children before they get off track. It's really, um, at the moment I'm, I'm talking to Google and I'm going to have at the end of the month uh, a conversation with all the Googlers uh, around the world that's going to be televised. And uh, I believe that uh, organizations like Google's are the best solutions to bring this awareness to the world. Does it need to be done with the Bozurgy method? They, I, I'm, I created a wireframe about the mind that is going to be open source. So I hope that many other people are going to create programs similar to mine in order to release this emotional dependence. Because this emotional dependence is what creates the ISIS, is what creates the strict allegiance, is what creates the, uh, so much pain in this world. So now we know the reason why we have anxiety and fears. We can clear it up. And we can clear it up really fast because it's unnatural. So the moment we provide to the mind natural models, the mind will go to it really fast. It can do it in 10 days. That is why it's in some way a bit incredible that we have a solution that releases anxiety and fears, depression, lack of confidence, and improves performance. Because this, we didn't talk that much about that area. Our brain power is limited. Imagine to have a computer with a CPU, with a processor. They have a certain amount of processing capability. If you use your brain power 60, 70, 80% for fear and anxiety, your performance will be based only on 10, 15, sometimes 5% of your capability of your brain power. If you remove this fear and anxiety, you have your entire brain power available. Therefore, performance is going to the roof. Before, we are now testing with uh, elite athletes, uh, with uh, teams, that, and every time they do the program, their performance go up to the stars. To say how it's possible, let me uh, give you an example. Imagine to play tennis with a tiger next to you. How would be your game? That's <laughs> very good. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. So if you're an elite athlete and you have so many people looking at you and you have uh, the coach looking at you and you have to perform and you are an emotional dependent, so you want all these people to like you. You want all the, uh, this, your identity to be based on them. Your performance is reduced by the amount of emotional dependency, by the amount of brain power used by your emotional dependency. So the moment you remove emotional dependence, you have your entire brain power available, which is huge. Oh, that can, that can make a tremendous difference from anyone. What about those people, though, who really wouldn't like to see this program be successful because they sell the drugs and the alcohol and all the other um, substances that keep people trapped? 
I think they realized, uh, they will realize our power when we are established enough. At this stage, they, there are so many products out there. They offer the same that we are offering, and they don't work. So they are not worried about it. I don't think they're worried about it. When, they, uh, when we will have a certain amount of celebrities and elite athletes and that they will endorse this program, it will be too late for them to stop us. And on the other hand, Irene, the world goes to emotion-dependent self-reliance. The next step of humanity is self-reliance. We will be all gurus of ourselves, and we will use gurus as teachers, as guides. So you understand that we moved from uh, dogma before the consumerism. So the world was based on doing what your father and grandfather was doing. There yes. was one sausage and one soap. So I've been in the communist countries during communism and was nothing in the shops. It was just three or four uh, items. Then came consumerism that in some way destroyed the world but certainly helped us to go to the next level. We lose the uh, dogma, the strict religions, the obligations, and we start deciding. Today we decide in one day, we make more decisions in one day than our great-grandfather was doing in entire life. And this has expanded the ability of our mind as well as the ability of our brain. Much more brain power, much more ability to, to, to choose. So the next step, is take charge over the mind and train the mind to be efficient, releasing those programs that we just mentioned, manage thoughts, feelings, and emotions, which is not that complicated. We don't need to sit with a guru for several years in order to learn how to manage the mind. Learn, managing the mind is the next step of humanity. It's going to be here in the next five years. Everybody is going to talk about minds. We're just a little bit in advance. And it's going to be fantastic because this powerful equipment that is our mind, the moment it is managed and is loved and is helped and is uh, uh, incentivated and validated in every possible way, the results are superb. Our mind is fantastic, trust me. So, it makes sense, Irene, all this. Oh, it, it makes sense. The one thing that I found so powerful is the, the me that's in charge of the equipment is not my mind and is not my body. Uh, you don't, if, if you explain what that me is, I missed it, but, you know, it's, as I understand it, that spiritual part of me that's really the essence of who I am. Is that absolutely? Yeah. You are you are a spirit. We all are a spirit. that have been a long, long time, but we did many lives. We learned a lot. We did a lot. When we arrive, we see this equipment, and the first part of this equipment, the one we connect to, is the mind. And inside the mind, we have a in artificial intelligence. You would call it an intelligent agent. I like to call it genius. Oh, I love genius. Is <laughs> the voice that we talk all day long. From the moment we are born, we talk to ourselves all the time. And 
who is I? I am not my mind. Who is the voice that I talk to is my intelligent agent, is my genius. So when this conversation is built on adoption, is my genius, is my mind, is my body, is a perfect equipment that I can train, that can help, if the, my mind is not working properly, is because it's confused. It because it needs directions. So the moment we come out from our body and mind and we adopt our body and mind our, as our son or daughter, giving to our body and mind all the love that we, our body and mind is seeking from other sources, all the validation that our body and mind is seeking from our sources, all the safety, all the guidance, our mind rely on us do not need others, and start functioning in a much better way. I want to give you a little story that I created, and I created a little animation. Imagine to be a little girl that you're born in a house that have no running water. And you see your parents running around in order to gain water. And some days it's a lot of water, some days almost no water, and you see your parents constantly battling to gain water. You are a smart girl, then you become a good-looking girl, and you train yourself to gain water wherever you can, and you're really good at it. And you bring water at home, and everybody's happy because you bring a lot of water home. But then one day, you discover that in your cellar, you have a tub with running water. So all the work that you did up to today become unnecessary. You can... Use all your brain power and your ability to, to succeed for other stuff because you have running water at home. And that's what I mean with emotional supply. We, are, we become really good in gaining emotional supply from the world. We try to, to force people to give us emotional supply. And if we don't get emotional supply, we feel very lonely, very sad, very confused. And one day we discover that we have this emotional supply in-house. And all this effort that we did up to today become unnecessary. And all our ability of thinking become available to us to perform, to conquer, to succeed, to love, love without need of being love, need of rewards, love with the joy of loving without fear. So beautiful. You know, a relationship that is based on walking together instead of depending to each other emotionally is such a powerful relationship. So this awareness is needed to be viral, needed to be giving to others. Because as quick as we realize that we can be self-reliant, that we are supposed to receive these models from our parents. Unfortunately, they couldn't give it to us because they didn't know how to do it themselves. They went through too, too much, too fast generational, generational changes from dogma to choice. So it's very difficult for them to give us something they didn't learn themselves. Now we have it. So we want to bring this as fast as we can to the world, explain to everybody around us that we can be self-reliant. We can come out from our mind and then embrace our mind as our equipment. And this will embrace the rest of the body. 
as well. And this will remove and release this constant emotional connections to the others, negative emotional connections. We want to be connected with the other. We want to be interdependent. We want to love the world, but without depending from it. This seems to me to, to cut all of those <coughs> excuse me, ties that bind us to things we don't want and don't like but have to have to feel complete. This makes us complete, Luca. The moment we adopt our body and mind as our son, our son, or our daughter, and we provide emotional love to our mind, we feel this joy to have this companion, this instrument for this life. And we feel that we bring to this instrument the ability to succeed and to serve us well. You're absolutely right. We are complete. We are, we are one. complete. We're right up we could, at the end of the show. I hate to say that. I could listen to much, much more. Um, what's the thought you'd like to leave with the listeners today, Luca? We have just a minute or two left. Emotional self-reliance and unconditional love for body and mind. Unconditional, not because you perform well, you love your body and mind. It's unconditional love in the same way that you give unconditional love to your children. If you buy the program, and you're going to go through the program, this will teach you. It's one of the main things that will teach you. Unconditional love for your body and your mind. It's your equipment. You have the time to use it. Use it well. Because when the moment you die, you don't want to regret waste of time. You want to enjoy the thing that you did a good life. Because we'll bring you much further up after when you come up in, in, the, in the next part of your life, your spiritual life. Absolutely. Absolutely. All you need is a cell phone. Go to the self-improvement blog. Look for the links. You'll find them. Please explore this program. Uh, It's just, to me, it's priceless and the thing that most of us could use now in this part of our evolvement. Luca, thank you so much for being with us today. I'm so grateful for what you've done. Irene, thank you so much for helping this mission to bring this knowledge to the world. Any way I can help you, let me know. This is Irene Conlon and my guest, Luca Bosergi, thanks. Thank you so much for being with us today. Come back again next week for more of the Self-Improvement Show. Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for the Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here.